This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. So I did an interview with Devon Franklin, you know, Megan Good's husband. No, he's so much more than that. Um, But he did a book called The Truth About Men, and in this book, he breaks down some things that women need to know. And literally, that's the subtitle, What Men and Women Need to Know. (laughs) Book is powerful. He was amazing. And he really got me thinking about masculinity. We're in the era of Me Too and all of this, I'm putting up air quote, toxic masculinity. And he makes it really simple. To be a man is not really in between your legs. It is something so much more powerful. And Devon Franklin, I think, lays it out in such a methodical way, but also very spiritually. Uh, I think a lot of people look at him as somebody that may be soft or something because he decided to refrain from sex before he married his wife, which I think is so powerful. And I think it's time for us to start to reimagine our relationships and how we treat one another and what it means to be in loving, healthy relationships. And this book was powerful, but his conversation about men and how men should behave and how women should behave around men and how we should behave together. Just an amazing conversation. I hope you enjoy. Let me know what you think on Twitter at Karen Hunter. Coming up next, my interview with Devon Franklin. The book is The Truth About Men, and I'm doing this whole thing on identity. So I really do want to hear what you think about it. Hashtag podcast on Twitter at Karen Hunter. Enjoy. Let me welcome back to the show, New York Times bestselling author, Devon Franklin. So listen, Devon, why another book? Why is, you know, so everybody's trying to tell people what this, this book is called, What Men and Women Need to Know, The Truth About Men. (laughs) Well, it's actually reversed. The truth about men, what men and women need to know. The truth about men. Yes. What men and women need to know. What? Y'all ain't complicated. Can we just be honest, Devon? Men aren't that complicated. Women know what they need to know. Are we willing to do what we need to do? Probably <laughs> no. not. Well, I actually don't think women know what they need to know. Okay. Even even with, okay, I'll give you maybe we're not as complicated as you all. I, I give that. But uh, the reality is, is most women don't know what men really deal with. And I don't believe you, if you don't know, under, understand something, you can't be successful with it. And uh, one of the reasons why I wrote this book, and I didn't even want to write the book, to be honest with you. Who forced I, you to write this book? Man, it was <laughs> God. God made me do it. <laughs> I, love, I love it when God makes people do stuff. Oh, Lord. No, I wrote my last book, The Hollywood Commandments, and, uh, you know, I was pretty much done writing at that point. And then, um, you know, I was doing an interview with Maria Shriver for the book, and then right after that, uh, we started talking about the Harvey Weinstein thing. And so I just kind of blurted out this idea for this book that I had years and years before. Um, and she's like, uh, you need to write that right now. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. She's like, no, no, you need to write the book. So I, I went home and I was like, is this God sending me a message? Like, because I don't want to write a book about men because men don't like to do their work. I don't like to do my work as a man. And uh, so I, I started just sat down and next thing you know, um, five pages came out of a treatment. And so I sent it to my book agent and she was like, listen, this is amazing. We got to do this. Mm-hmm. And I said, we got to do it. She's like, we got to do it. So we went and, you know, set it up. And so as I started writing the book, I began to realize that there was a whole lot I had to say. And so part of what I had to say, which going to your point about uh, what women need to know and our simplicity or lack thereof, I mean, or complexity or lack thereof, is that as men, all of us share the same struggle, which is lust. And lust is a selfish impulse. I define it as a selfish impulse for professional, uh, personal, financial, or sexual fulfillment, even if those means 
are detrimental. Mm. And that's what we're seeing a lot of in the culture is that so many men have given themselves over to this fulfillment um, by detrimental means because they are only focused on the selfishness of fulfilling that impulse and those needs. However, I also argue that every man that that struggles with love, I mean, lust has love in them. And that love is love of themselves, love of God, love of the woman in their life, love of family, love of community. If men do not put love in control of lust, they will become what that lust makes them. And I use the analogy of mastering a dog. Right. Uh, I call lust the dog. I call love the master. Right. First and chapter, be aware of dog. Be aware of dog. That's right. And, and to your point, which I think is a really good one, which is uh, most women don't know the depths of the struggle. And most women don't understand sometimes inadvertently the part that uh, they play in it. And mm-hmm. I think that... Uh, That's why I was... So, Devon. Uh, Devon Franklin, by the way, is married to Megan Good. Yeah. Um, so, boo to both of y'all because you're both <laughs> off the market. And I'm sure a lot of people out there be mad. But get your life, right? Mm-hmm. I think that what we suffer from is a lack of discipline. And that we don't have any consequences for the errant behavior or the, the giving into our lusts. There's no consequence in this culture. I'm often asked, Karen, what's your vitamin regimen? Well, what works for me may not work for you, but I do have a solution. It's called Care Of. Care Of has an online quiz. It's really fun. It'll ask you about your diet, your health goals, your lifestyle choices. It takes about five minutes, and then you'll find out your own personal, scientifically-backed recommendation for vitamins, protein powders, and more. It can be really hard to know what vitamins or supplements you should be taking, but Care Of makes it easy to find out what you specifically need to be your healthiest. So go over to TakeCareOf.com, use my promo code, which is Karen30, and you get 30% off your first order. Give yourself the support you need this season, whether you're looking for energy, better sleep, to maintain stress, or something else to help you feel your healthiest, Take Care Of has an answer. Your personalized Care Of subscription box comes right to your door every month with personalized daily packs, great for a busy, on-the-go lifestyle. And they make it easy and fun to get your vitamins and proteins, and it's the best source backed by honest guidance and transparency. They even have on their app a way for you to track your progress, and you can earn rewards when you remember to take your vitamins. So go over to TakeCareOf.com, use my promo code Karen30, and get 30% off your first order. Particularly for men. Mm-hmm. We men have been given a free pass and I think things have been flipped in the animal kingdom the men have to do things to pursue the woman whether we're talking about fish birds mm-hmm. or you know lions yeah. mm-hmm. right right and and the lion has to have the mane the lion is beautiful but in our culture women have to do all these things get the breasts and the lips and the this and that to attract the man when that's upside down mm-hmm. we're the ones with the goods mm-hmm. we're the ones through which life flows right yeah, yeah so why are we working so hard and why aren't we holding y'all accountable because there i believe mm-hmm. that if all women made a pact with one another that i'm not gonna sleep with your man right i'm not gonna do that y'all would behave differently <laughs> i i would agree and i think it's a two-way street as men we have to have personal accountability and responsibility for the men that we want to be and this is why i give women so much information about this subject so that women no longer allow themselves to become a part of a man's desire to conquer or to be uh, conquested right so i think it's really important for women to have the information and to say what you're saying which is listen now that i understand you know as i think maya angela or oprah said when i when you know better you do better right? <laughs> right, right so now that i know better it's time to do better which is i may be dealing with a man who is unwilling to change 
that doesn't mean I have to subject myself to that behavior that I know is less than what I am worth. But it goes back to the worth thing, right? So if you really, really love yourself, then you're not going to let somebody disrespect you because I'm such a valuable human being that you no longer have the right to be around me because of your behavior. So when you fix your behavior, maybe there's a doorway in or maybe your consequences, you never get to experience all it is. Right. Right. And and, and And maybe next time you'll do differently. And a lot of times I talk about this. One of the things that can be most effective and helpful for a woman dealing with a man who is not yet willing to do his work or a man that's leading with the dog is her absence to say, hey, you you may not be ready to do your work, but I'm no longer going to participate in something that I know is not beneficial for me. Why is that so hard for people? Fear. Because the conditioning is that as men, we're good by ourselves. But for women, you need a man. And and so when you buy into that, that's a myth. It's not true. But when you buy into that mentality, and especially when you look at people of color uh, and communities of color, the idea that then if you're a woman and you need a man and you want a man of color, there's a scarcity. So as a result, when there's scarcity, then there's fear. If I don't get one, I'll be without. So I'm going to do whatever I have Hold to do. Hold this little piece of crappy ass go. man. That's right. There you go. Because I may not get do. another there one coming there down the street. Right. Whereas we can't have a scarce mentality. Um, and the second thing is, as women, I don't believe women need them. I think women are whole by themselves. I think, if anything, men are in need more of the opposite sex than women are. Which is why that narrative, it's like propaganda is powerful, right? Without a doubt. And in order to control people whether we're talking about race or gender, mm-hmm. you have to put propaganda into mm-hmm. the space. And and you put it out through your movies. You put it out through through music. marketing, mm-hmm. music, and you keep the narrative going so that every generation gets the message, mm-hmm. even if it's not true. And the hardest thing is to deprogram a brainwashed group of people. It is. It really, really is. I mean, that's one of the reasons, you know, ultimately why I decided to write the book. Is because, uh, you know, I'm tired of seeing the pain. You know, I'm tired of seeing the pain in the culture, in the community, uh, in the lives of women. And, you know, most of the time that pain is because of us as men. And and at what point do we as men say, you know, it stops with us? Well, uh, Devon Franklin, best-selling author, The Truth About Men, What Men and Women Need to Know. What if uh, people call you a sellout? Because I'm sure it's like you're, you're selling out your gender. Uh, or you're a punk ass because you're being soft here. You know what I'm saying? Or like, you, you know it. what I'm saying? Like, cause this is, this is how we're, we're in this space. Mm-hmm. Terry Crews, oh, you're weak for not hit punching a man in the face for touching mm-hmm. you. You know, it's like this, mm-hmm. what does it mean to be a man? Sure. Have you addressed that? Like, what does it mean to be a man? Oh yeah. I talk all about it, you know, and I talk about, you know, manhood now being defined by, you know, our commitments, you know, our integrity, our character. Uh, personal success, that. not public success. Too often we've said, oh, what a man does in public, you know, signifies his his level of success. It's just not true. Who are we when we go home, when no one's watching? Who we are there is more of a determining factor of how successful we are. So I talk about that in the book. And, you know, to all those that may say that, at the end of the day, guess what? We're the problem. I'm a student. I'm a professional. I'm a woman. And I shouldn't have to worry about walking alone, day or night. I've heard it all. Honey, give me a smile. Harmless catcalls? I never know. I carry Tiger Lady. It's a revolutionary defense tool that's based on one of nature's most efficient defenses, a cat's retractable claws. It weighs less than my phone and is designed to collect DNA. Tiger Lady is discreet and fits in my hand. And when I make a fist, claws come out like a real-life Wolverine. It's easy to use, 
doesn't require training and is legal in all 50 states. Get your Tiger Lady today by going to TigerLady.com today. Tiger Lady makes the perfect graduation gift to prepare her for the world ahead. Get Tiger Lady today for safety's sake at TigerLady.com. And for a limited time, get a pack of four at 15% off. Use the code GRAD and save an additional 20% off your entire order. Go to TigerLady.com. That's TigerLady.com. Tiger Lady, the ultimate gift of personal safety for any graduate. And we have, and whenever. Oh, you're betraying the men, (laughs) Devon. (laughs) Not at all. Not at all. I mean, what I love about this message is that, you know, so many men that have heard it and have already read the book because I was able to get a lot out there before. Uh, I gave some free copies away before uh, it came out. And I've been doing truth talks on Instagram with, you know, everyone from Tyrese to Kirk Franklin to uh, Dondre Whitfield and a lot of other, you know, men. We've been doing all these. How did Kirk Franklin one go? It's great. You should watch it. It's online. You should watch it. Powerful. YouTube. Where YouTube, yeah, okay, it's on YouTube, I'm check powerful. That out. Um, but what's what the 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 uniting factor of all those conversations with the men I've had and all the comments from men? They say, "Man, you're speaking the truth." They say, "Thank you," because what I, going back to the the first question you asked, what women don't know, men struggle, and because we we have been conditioned to not express ourselves, that struggle stays suppressed. Mm. So when I'm talking to men about this, there's not been a man that said, "Oh, you're selling out." They're like, "Dude, thank you. You're telling the truth." Because truth be told, I'm struggling and I didn't know what to do about it. That is the response I get from men. You made headlines uh, when you and Megan were dating or engaged because you guys decided not to have sex before marriage. Uh Yep, yep, yep. And that was a big thing and people were rolling their eyes, right? Mm -hmm. Because we're such a cynical society. Yes, we are. Which pisses me off. Let me just say that, Devon. It's like because people struggle. They believe that no one else can live righteously. Right. Because I can't live righteously, therefore you're a liar. Yes, yes. We judge people Mm -hmm. based on our own frailties as opposed to judging people based on who they are. Not judging them at all, just letting people be. The biggest criticism that you got, and then how did you fight through that? And that was legit, right, that you guys decided. Mm -hmm. And why did you make that decision? Um, You know, we made that decision just personally, you know, it was like I, I made it because it's what I was really focused on doing before Megan and I even got together. Why? And, why? Uh, why was that important for me? I just didn't want to, you know, say one thing and do another. That's, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, that's really what it you came. You didn't want to be a hypocrite. I just didn't want to be a hypocrite, but not not for hypocrite's sake. It was just peace, you know. I, I didn't want to have I didn't want to have a lack of peace because saying one thing and doing another was disruptive. So it was going to be either I'm going to do it and I'm saying I'm doing it or I ain't going to do it and I'm going to say I ain't going to do it. So for me, it was that. And Megan made the decision for, for uh, similar reasons. And so when we came so together. So before you met Megan Good, yeah. you made a, a vow to yourself that yeah. the woman that I'm going to marry, I'm not going to have sex with her before I marry her. That's correct. Was this was there a, a place that you, you know, was a medit Like, what was the <laughs> no, impetus just, for that just, decision? The impetus was I, I wasn't doing it. You know, at first I was like, oh, I'm saying to other people, oh, yeah, you should wait. And I wasn't doing it. And I was just tired. I wanted to reconcile what I was saying and what I was doing. And so uh, I did. I didn't, you know, it wasn't it just I just said, all right, God, okay. look, I'm waiting. And know? why were you telling people to wait? Because the, I'm it, getting to know, the significance of yeah. like... Again, I think we're hyperly sexualized, but it's empty. It's like it's like eating a bunch of junk food. Like, and we're doing that in totally. every area, including totally. sex. Where it's just junk, and it's not feeding us yeah. at all. Like anything nourishing. Yeah. But you had a particular reason why you were telling people to yeah. wait. I mean, you know, because I was raised, you know, in the church, and uh, you know, a lot of times church just says, uh, you know, don't do it. 
and uh, so fornication, you go to hell. You go, you know it. So uh, that's kind of you know my was my opinion, and I was like, all right, cool, I'm not going to do it. And then you know reality hits, and then you do it because you really didn't understand why not to do it in the first place. Um, And it feels good, so you're like, "Mm, all right, cool, it's a silly rule. Um, But for me, you know, the more that I did it, I was like, man, this is just doesn't feel right because you know it's just not the situation. You know, I'm not really in love. I'm not really committed to this this uh, you know woman. And And I can't. Can I really get to know her if? Everything you know, is uh, right. Well, well, a lot of times, you know, when you have sex in the equation, it can uh, distort uh, connection because you can actually think you're more connected or compatible with someone than you really are because you really haven't talked with them enough. You really haven't sought out their personality. You know, you're like, hey, I'm getting sex. So cool. I'm good. And until you're not. Right. And so for me, uh, the decision to talk about waiting just came from, you know, me wanting to have that peace. And then uh, and then for me, I didn't even start publicizing that. You know, it was just a personal thing. It was like, cool. It really didn't even I didn't even it wasn't even something public until Megan and I got married and someone asked us a inadvertent question in an interview and it came out like but it wasn't ever anything that her or I was like hey this yeah. is what it We're is gonna make this a crusade no no I'm not in my first book you know I mentioned it but it, it was just in passing it wasn't a, the first book wasn't about that uh, so you know when people say you know are cynical or whatnot I think you know in terms of criticism you know I, I really couldn't even tell you what it was because I don't focus on it here's what I, I I walked away, Devon, um, and we're talking with Devon Franklin. His new book is The Truth About Men, What Men and Women Need to Know. I thought it, it said something about your character and your strength. I think it's incredibly strong to deny yourself or to not do something mm. that the world, everyone is doing it, and you've made a decision not to, and you've stuck by it. That's strength. That's mm. character. Wow. It's not weakness. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Receive and. And yeah. so it's sort of like what you're doing, too. Yeah. We need to reframe what it means to be a man, what it means to be tough, what it means to be strong. That's right. And have a whole new narrative around that. We do. We do. And, and I think, uh, you know, and not to wax poetic or too philosophical, but I, I think the the health and survival of our culture and community depends on it. Mm-hmm. It really does. Because as men, we're, we're messed up. And we've got to get help. And we've got to, you know, start taking care of the women in our lives, being honest, telling the truth, being intentional, operating with character, integrity. And this lust, this dog is real. It's strong. Okay, it is strong. Why is it so hard to to do all this? Because when it starts to bark and you don't know what to do. You, you, can't, it, it, you, can't, don't, you can't give it a treat. Hey, well, a lot of times you do. Um, <laughs> that's why I wrote the book so that uh, we would learn, you know, and know, okay, here's how to do it. And here's how to not let it ruin and run your life. Here's mm. how to get control. So here's how, how to get give, give one step to somebody listening who may be struggling with this. Yeah, uh, well, well, first it just starts with acceptance. Um, anything we don't accept, we cannot change. And a lot of times we don't want to accept the things we don't like about ourselves. We want to act like they're not there. Or so, maybe we've lied to ourselves that we like those things. Lie to ourselves? Absolutely. Absolutely. We create a, a mechanism of denial and suppression for those things that don't absolutely align with where we want to go. Mm. So you're right. So we say, oh, you know, oh, I love this. That way I resolve the pain that's all going on in my spirit because there's something in, in conflict. Or I say it's not there. It's one of the two. Um, and so any man listening to this, accept it. This is part of me. I don't want it to be. It is. Now that I've accepted it, here's what you do about it. I give so many tips and tools in the book. Things as minor as, you know, when the dog starts to bark, when you start to feel an urge. Now, you know, as we mentioned, you know, lust is more than just sex or women. It could be for money, power, fame, uh, success. When you start to feel an urge, take a 10 count. 
Because what you want to do is a lot of times when we have an impulse or an urge, we want to act on it. Same thing when we're hungry. When you get hungry, you just say, okay, what's close? And most of the time, nine times out of 10 when we're hungry and we only focus on feeding that pain or resolving that pain, we choose the wrong thing to eat. Oh, give me the chips. Give me the cookies. Give me the whatever, right? Versus, hey, I'm hungry, but now is not the time to eat. I have to use discipline. So for any man, take a 10 count. Because what it'll do is it'll create space between the feeling and your reaction. It'll give you time to process it. The second thing is play out the consequences. If you act on this now, what is going to be the result? Play it all the way out. Mm. If you're in a relationship, you're in a marriage, you look at this other woman, you pursue this other woman, you sleep with this other woman, play it all the way out. What's Where is this all going to end? Am I willing to lose this? There you go. Am I willing to lose that? Am I willing to lose my integrity, mm. my job, my career, mm. my, my character mm. over this one moment? Right. Because it's not even yes. sex. It's for a lot of people, the thrill of getting away. We were just talking about cheating on my show. Um, and we're talking with Devon Franklin. It's the Karen Hunter show. And how people cheat not for sex but it's almost like the thrill of getting away with something or that little having a secret or you know it's it's the thrill of like i'm doing something dirty or naughty that I, you know because we've been yeah. hardwired on that tip as absolutely. well to you know to play in those shadows yeah yeah no it, it's it's absolutely true and as a result that's why you know i talk about in the book the dog loves to play in the shadows oh you know i talk about this that. so it's all about bringing it into the light so it's like we got to say get out of, you know, the dark. Say, OK, hey, let's let that truth shines a light. Just you know? like just like, you know, to make that food choice, because that's yeah. the, the, the struggle that I have to, to make that. So I replace spaghetti with spaghetti squash. Yeah, and that's yeah, a good yeah. substitute yeah. or all natural air pop popcorn for a bag of chips. Sure. What's the what's the replacement in the lust sex area? Well, again, this is a this is a great question. In the book, I talk about you know using that sexual energy in a creative way, doing something positive with it. I see you're working out. <laughs> Y'all I don't guess. see what I see. Got to do it. Got to do it. Devon you know? is just stacked, boy. You are. Gah. Hey, hey. You I, know, I gave him well. a hug. I was like, everything is just developed. Hilarious. Yes, I love it. All right, but you got to take that sexual energy. You got to do something positive with it. I do a push up and barbell stuff. All kinds of stuff. Work on your body. Work on yourself. <laughs> so we're going to be seeing a lot of Buff Brothers in the, in the neighborhood looking That's really it. good. But also even more so than just a physical thing, uh, put it into something positive. What do you want to start? Start the business. Write the business plan. Write the book. You know, uh, work on the script. Work. You know, Take all that energy and those impulses and put it into something worthwhile. Because at the end of our life, and this is this, and for men, it's like at the end of your life, what will you have to show for all the women you slept with? All the money you spent to get sex. What will you have to show for it? Whereas if you take that energy and you put it into something positive, something that can be worthwhile, something that can be long standing, you can have a legacy to show for that. And so that's why I put that in the book. So it's not like just don't do. It's about rechanneling, reframing and really trying to create a new routine that can help you take where you want to be. You're a special person. No, oh, you are. I too love kind. you. No, for real. <laughs> Thank you. Devon Franklin, The Truth About Men, What Men and Women Need to Know. Y'all got to get this book, buy a bunch of copies, give it to every man that you know. This guy is an incredible human being. You are powerful. I Thank appreciate you. you. Thank you, my sister. I Thank appreciate you. it.